Welcome to Scandals in the Senate. If you like scandals, history, or politics, this is the podcast for you. My name is Jack, and I'm in high school. My name is Lexia, and I am also a high schooler. We started this podcast because, well... (laughs) COVID is wacky, and we were bored. Yep. So, why not? We wanted to share some ridiculous, controversial, and downright dirty things senators have done. Some weeks we'll have guests, some weeks we won't. Who knows? For our first scandalous senator, we will be covering Andrew Jackson and some of the scandals he got himself into. Alright, we're going to start with a brief overview of Andrew Jackson's life, so Jack, take it away. So, Andrew Jackson was the seventh president of the United States and was born in 17... 17- 67. Um, he was orphaned at the age of 14 and later married his wife, Rachel. We're going to talk more about that marriage later in the episode. Um, he adopted two kids with Rachel and he was also a military hero. He fought in the War of 1812, defeated over 10,000 British troops. Um, and he was given the nickname Old Hickory. Um, he was the first member of the U.S. House of Representatives from Tennessee, and then he was later appointed to the Senate, um, ran for presidency. Um, the House of Representatives actually gave the race to John Quincy Adams the second time he ran. He wins. And then during his presidency, he signs the Indian Removal Act in 1830 um, and plays a big role in the Trail of Tears. When he dies, he has uh, 150 slaves and um, he's on the $20 bill now, which again, we're going to talk more about later in the episode. So, during Andrew Jackson's teenage years, he was raised by his uncles after his mother died. Um, And then, in December, he hosted a Christmas ball, and as a prank, he invited two well-known prostitutes. Um, He didn't think that they'd actually come, but as the story goes, they did actually come, and they had to be removed from the ball. Like Jack mentioned before, Andrew Jackson's marriage was a big part of his life. Before Andrew Jackson and his wife Rachel met, Rachel was married to another guy, Louis Robards. They'd been married at 18, and they were not a happy couple. When Jackson moved to Nashville in 1788, um... Jackson and Rachel started to flirt, and Robards was not at all happy about this. Um, during one instant, Robards told Uther that Jackson was too intimate with his wife. Um, somebody later told Jackson this, and Jackson told Robards that he would quote-unquote cut his ears out of his head if he spoke about Rachel that way again. Um, Robards left after several more uh, angry encounters with Jackson, and Rachel moved away to Natchez. Later, Jackson heard a rumor that Robert had actually gotten a divorce, which was pretty hard to get at the time, and Jackson rushed to Neches immediately to get married. 
Um, the records are not exactly clear whether they really did get married or not, but they moved back to Nashville, living together as a married couple. Um, a few years later, they found out that Robards had actually gotten the divorce, um, and had and when they were married, they were actually not. Um, Rachel was actually not single. She was still technically married to Louis. Um, and a year after that, Jackson and Rachel uh, got remarried to really confirm their marriage. Um, this plays an important role in Jackson's life later within his election and rumors that are started about him and his wife. Jackson actually has a duel in 1806. The duel is with Charles Dickinson, a rival horse breeder who insulted Jackson and his wife. He called Jackson a coward and an equivocator. Dickinson also called Rachel Jackson a bigamist. He Jackson challenged him to a duel, and Dickinson shot him in the chest, but Jackson fired back and mortally wounded Dickinson. Jackson kept the bullet in his chest for the rest of his life. One of the major events in Jackson's presidency within his cabinet was the Petticoat Affair. It happened from 1829 to 1830, when John Eaton is named Secretary of War. The wives of men in Jackson's cabinet were refusing to socialize with John Eaton and his wife, Margaret Eaton, also known as Peggy, because of a rumor of an affair with John Eaton during Margaret's first marriage to John Timberlakes. So Eaton um, had met Margaret um, during her first marriage, and he'd been very nice to John Timberlake, and he'd paid his debts and found him a better job in the Navy, as Eaton was a senator at the time and had a lot of power. Um, John Timberlake later died in April 1828 um, off a ship off the coast of Spain, and this caused a lot of rumors that Eaton was trying to draw Timberlake away from Washington to try and get with his wife. Um, it's not really clear whether John Timberlake committed suicide because of rumors that his wife was cheating on him or whether he died of pneumonia. Um, multiple sources say different things. Um, eight months after Timberlake's death, Margaret and John got married, um, causing a lot of rumors about whether um, Eaton had purposefully tried to send Timberlake away. Um, when the wives of the members of Jackson's cabinet started to refuse to socialize with Eaton and Margaret, um, it caused a huge riff in the cabinet. Jackson himself took John and Margaret's side, and he associated the kind of comments that Margaret received about her first marriage with the kind of comments that Rachel had received during this uh, presidential campaign about her quote-unquote biogamy, which was not exactly clear whether it was a really thing, but uh, opposite, opposing parties tried to discredit Jackson by his wife. Um, this was after Rachel had died, and Jackson was very heartbroken about this. He also saw the rumors as an attack on himself and only as an excuse to cover up a conspiracy to dismantle him, of a room, that is, the rumors about John and Margaret. Um, this essentially broke apart the cabinet, and Jackson was forced to dismantle it, whether people side with, sided with him or not. Um, he asked everybody in the cabinet to resign, including Van, Martin Van Buren, who later becomes his vice president and um, later becomes president. This especially 
drove a rift between um, Jackson's vice president at the time, John C. Calhoun, uh, which later caused more conflict between him and Jackson. So here are two fun little stories from Andrew Jackson's um, afterlife and his life on Earth. So he... When he died, um, at the funeral, he had a pet parrot that would not stop saying obscenities at his funeral, so he had to be removed. Um, very interesting story. And when Andrew Jackson was still alive, um, the Senate rejected his nomination that Martin Van Buren be the minister to England, and Jackson supposedly jumped to his feet and exclaimed, By the eternal, I'll smash them. Quite an interesting thing to say. Another fun story about Jackson's presidency was that somebody once gifted him, specifically a New York dairy farmer, once gifted him a 1,400-pound wheel of cheese. Um... He left it in the entrance hall of the White House for two years to age, and in 1847, he invade, invited the public to the White House to eat it. Um, the cheese was reportedly eaten in two hours. Um, unfortunately, this is not really an original gift because Thomas Jefferson was also given a 1,600 pound of cheese. Um, something with these presidents and cheese. Pretty interesting. 1835, on January 30th, the first assassination attempt of a U.S. president took place. The attempt was done by Richard Lawrence outside the Capitol building, and Lawrence misfired twice, and Jackson comes to Lawrence and hits him several times with his own cane. So, some thoughts about Andrew Jackson's legacy. Um... He really, really supported states' rights. He was very opposed to having a very powerful central government, and he really wanted to give the power to the states. In 1825, Jackson started the Jackson Party, a new party which merges Democrat Republicans and Jeffersonian Republicans that oppose a strong central government. Um, this party later becomes the Democrats, and some Democrats are the 46th President Joe Biden and Barack Obama, just two very famous Democrats. Um, another fact about Jackson is that he really did like to use his veto. He vetoed several bills um, put by, forth by the Congress, and vetoes aren't usually something a president uses that much, but Jackson did like to use that. Some of Andrew Jackson's many controversies included um, his support of slavery's extension into the new Western territories. This later became one of the aggravations that kind of started the Civil War, um, which was a really important time in America's history. Um, He also supported forced relocation um, of Native Americans, also known as the Trail of Tears. Um, a specific detail about that is he refused to enforce the Supreme Court law ruling against Georgia, um, where the Supreme Court ruled that they could not take Native American land after, um, a case came up. 
Um, Jackson is also on the $20 bill, and there have been several proposals, the most recently from the 46th President of the United States, to replace Jackson with Harriet Tubman, a leader of the Underground Railroad. Another important detail about that is that Trump, um, Donald Trump, is a big supporter of Andrew Jackson, and he reportedly does ap- absolutely does not want Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill instead of Andrew Jackson. And that about wraps it up for Andrew Jackson. Thanks for listening, and tune in next time.